When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. This ain't no disco. This ain't no country club neither. This is Crime Club. Hello, lady. Jack Beaumont here, a.k.a. the Decorated Pipesman, a.k.a. Daddy. This episode sees me discuss the condition of a certain house with a certain man and his certain friend, the Palace, Frank and Michael Stroke Stewart, respectively. We got confused as to the latter's alias halfway through. I was not describing man-on-man affection. As always, you can expect to hear things you haven't heard before. Cats on cocaine, ketamine being injected, rather than sucked up the hooter via the power of the inward sniff. There's also some cocaine going up the arse at some point, but you've probably heard that already, haven't you, matey peeps? Jingle! Just tell me about the gaff and then roll in some stories. Okay, so I used to live in this house. Yeah. It was a bit of a trap house. Without getting too many people in trouble, no names, but we had a really big drug dealer that lived with us. He used to import drugs off the dark web. Yeah, Silk Road kind of thing. Silk Road, Holland's finest pills, literally about 260 milligrams of kind of pills you eat, and they blow your fucking head off. Yeah. Kind of ones. Um, so as you can imagine, it got quite messy. Uh, he used to throw parties, and uh, a geezer started kissing a lamp. Kissing a lot of like, it was so guitar fun. ramp? No, lamp. Oh, lamp. Like a lamp, yeah. It's like kissing the lamp, getting off with it. Wasn't he dancing with it as well? Yeah, he thought it was his missus. And proposed, no? Maybe proposed, I can't. I think he proposed to the lamp. Proposed to the lamp. Right, so let's go, before we go into that, let's go name. So, we go, well, you want to be Frank, yeah? Frank. Frank. Michael. Frank and Michael, we go, yeah, go on. Geezer's getting off with the lamp. So, yeah, he was getting off with the lamp. I think he took about five, six USPs. UPSs. They're uh, Is that a branded not, pill. It's a branded pill. The UPS brand, the delivery brand. This big fucking yellow chunk. Uh, they look like fucking sh- shiny diamonds. What shape are they? They're squares. They're like a shield. Oh right, yeah. Fucking huge. Yeah. So he had like a couple of them. Found fucking. There's like 260 milligrams of MD in them. So he's off his fucking nut. He was a Scottish breeder. Uh, we'll call him. We used to call him. Uh, we had a nickname for him, but people know that. So we'll call him Penis. Alright. So penis Similar nickname. Penis off his tits. Yeah, yeah. penis yeah. off his tits. So he's obviously controlling him, Billy Big Bollocks, is fucking taking like five of these things and has lost the absolute plot. He's kissing this lamp, he's, he's with it the whole night, so it's like a six hour agenda. He's fucking snogging it, telling he loves her. Is he carrying it around with him? Or yeah, just like he's introducing, introducing people to him. So it's like a small handheld lamp? Yeah, it was a small handheld lamp. It can't have been bigger than like 
half a foot. Yeah. And he's literally walking around introducing people to it as his missus. So he had a lamp all night. So that's just one. But it's like he's convinced though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Person, he was completely like, like psychotically delusional. Uh, so he was convinced it was his missus. So we just we ran with that. We also had um, the same night. I believe we had this kid who turned up to be a sex offender. Oh yeah. And he he kind of admitted he was so fucked on pills that he actually admitted kind of hacking into people's uh, iClouds. So we had a couple other good what other good nights we get into before we get to tasty stuff. Uh, someone who, the one who might be years. might be myself. Yeah, I'll get to that. Might be myself. May got we had a brand new kitten. It was like a, it's a couple months old. And uh, someone who I will admit and openly uh, admit to this was my finest moment. May have seen what happens when you feed a cat cocaine. You fed a kitten cocaine. Yep. What happens to the kitten? I've never started seen... chatting bollocks. No, I wish. <laughs> It ran around the room like it took cocaine. We had that, and then we had a pet snake while we had the kitten. So we just used to leave them on the pool table because we had a pool table that was made up as a table. Did they get on? Oh, the snake didn't want to eat it, but they didn't get on. It's not a bad start. Yeah. It's not a bad start. So yeah, we had we had a bit of a uh, David Attenborough real life in the gaff. We had a New Year's party where the front stairs fell in, caused a gas leak, and the whole road had to be evacuated. I read about that. Yeah, yeah that was New Year's. That was uh, that was all right. And then we had a, uh, we just had odd kind of moments, ones where... Who are you living with? Let's get into the characters that you live oh, with. Okay, so we live with a football hooligan. Yep. We live with a girl that's just injected ketamine all day. What, as in like... She's some northern bird, she was a complete nitty. So you, usually <coughs> ketamine, you sniff it, you Normally you sniff it, yeah. How did she, so she, did, would she bite as powder? She bite as powder, cook it up and then inject it. What, a teaspoon vibe or what? Yeah, a teaspoon and then use the syringe, like proper nitty, nitty, nitty. <laughs> That is very extreme. Yeah, uh, we, we had uh, we had a nice little Welsh girl, about five foot four, mixed race, really polite, just didn't fit in at all. Um, we did had, she? How long did she last? She lasted the whole duration, but I think it's because the rent was only four hundred quid, so she, she kind of just firmed it out for cheap rent. Things yeah, people do for cheap rent. We had uh, a Spanish lesbian who was in London for so long, she started talking like a roadman. Which was quite interesting. So she's like Spanish girl would be like, "Hey, well, what'd you say, well?" Uh, that was that was a nicer interaction. We had a couple of house kind of guests that weren't formally living there, but would just to stay all the time. Shout yeah. out to Kev. what kind of condition was the? So do, do more shout outs if you want. Yeah, shout out to Kev and Stuart. Shout out to Kev and Stuart. <laughs> so, what kind of condition was the gap in? Was it like, was it in terrible nick or what? Okay, it was not. It, it could have been a nice gaff. It was one of these gaffs where if you put a bit of love into it, but it wasn't. It was a, it was in terrible fucking shape. It, I mean, we had so as I said, I mentioned this kitten before. The kitten then went on to have three rounds of four litters. So we had twelve kittens throughout a year cycle, <laughs> rolling around what what I imagine to be a fairly drug infested. Yeah, house. basically. So the 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 cat the cat nitty that I uh, just referred to, she ran out. Let's of give mo- her a name. Let's call her like we'll uh, call her Horsey. Horsey ran out of cat, and she ran out of money, and she realised that her cat can have kids, and she can sell the kids. So what she do is get the, get the cat knocked up and then sell the kittens but then we'd have loads of middle class couples coming in from like Dulwich or, or that seen this this kitten in Gumtree thinking that it's, it's from a nice respectable family and then just walk into a trap basically a trap oh. house 
and they just want to get the kittens out as fast as possible. So, so she basically. That's so quite a good selling point though, because they, 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 they like the kittens. But they want to get, smart, they get them out smart. of the shithole. So we had one housemate selling fucking Class A imported drugs. We had another one, some crackhead selling fucking kittens. I mean, it was a bit of a free-for-all house. Anything you wanted, you could have got it. Yeah. Crab club. I want to hear more about um, Horsey. What happened with her? Was she? She sounds like an interesting character. In, interesting, I would say. She's. Uh, she was a bit older than us. She was. She was a. So we were all students, and she was like thirty, maybe twenty-eight. She wasn't a student. Never went to uni, but she liked the student vibe. So she decided to stay in the student house. How did she get wind of the? Uh, well, gap. she seemed to be. She was in the gap before any of us moved in. She was like the, the quote-unquote lead tenant. Right, it was quite ironic. Um, there was one time when she left a used needle in my bed, and my girlfriend got pricked by it. Why was it in your bed? I don't know. I went away for a week, and I came back, and there was a used needle in it. That sounds like Grim. either she's using your bed to take drugs in, or she just done there, put it there for a laugh. Well, as a wind up. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Is she that kind of erratic character? That I, it I, been think, I think she was just because I had the nice bedroom. So when I used to go away, I used to people used to stay in my bedroom all the time. Yeah. And I have a feeling she just she just kind of stayed in there because uh, it was a nicer bedroom than hers. And she just got too fucked and left it. But obviously there was hell to pay afterwards. I threatened to throw her cat out the window. Um, rough times. When you threatened to throw her cat out the window, did she? What 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 were the demands at on that point? Well, we, was it all throw we, were, we were having or? an we were having an argument, and uh, it kind of kicked off about uh, fucking her leaving the needle in the room. And obviously, she kind of got a bit pissed off, and then we kind of me and my housemates mugging her off after that. So she she punched it like punched in with her hands our front window, my housemate's window, and then she went to she came up to my stairs to punch in my window. She's a big lass, like six yeah. foot two. Can handle yourself. She punched in. She punched in the two windows, and basically, she's gone to punch mine in. And I just picked up her cat. And was like, if that window breaks, the cat goes straight out. And uh, she kind of looked at me, looked to see if I was being serious, and I was being fucking serious. And she 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 stopped punching the window and went into her room. So as you say, it was a very traumatic, very kind of yeah. stressful. So there were ups and downs. Definitely. Ups and downs. Great, great times. Hello, I'm John Holmes, and yes, the last thing you need is another podcast that takes apart a television show and hacks through it like a cough going through a pensioner. Except wait, because this is the The One Show show in which myself and my guests force ourselves to watch a week's worth of TV's The One Show and then analyse it all in far too much detail. It sounds like a terrible idea, and it is for us. But for you, it's entertainment gold that's all over a programme you yourself have no intention of ever watching. The The One Show show, every Tuesday and Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot of them yeah. are all kind of fucking people injecting ketamine and trying to kill cats. Yeah, so I swear there's, there's some more like uh, about the wrongs that um, Horsey would bring back. Oh yeah, she used to like to hang with um, homeless people. Yeah. Or like, um, yeah, squatters. Which in a way is commendable, obviously you've got to give everyone love, but yeah, at the same is. time not like, necessarily bring it back to your gaff. And yeah, like six man squatters just, just in your gaff all the time trying to pond snow weed whatever yeah. they can and like they, they used to love playing music they were really like what, two of them twins they were sick at the guitar one was singing on the other with guitar but that's all they had like they'd turn up with their guitar and their voice and they'd be like can I just eat your food yeah can I have breakfast please can I do, can I do your lines yeah can I have your snout and he's just like look I don't like you singing that much can you just get the fuck out of my house and they were anarchists and I haven't got any time for anarchists but didn't they have a fight and like one got yeah 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 well that was a different that was a different night that window got tell that story let's have it I wasn't there but from recollection of what I've heard uh, we had a couple uh, squatters anarchists they're all Geordies and they were just kicking off with each other and one of them just threw the other one through a window basically front window or? front window straight through but as because the, as, the house was on a platform it's like a four maybe five foot drop yeah. so he's gone through the window and just dropped like four foot just, he, get just, up? he got up he got up he got up he's, he's Geordie like, he's hard he got yeah. up what are they doing in London? they live here they squat here they're homeless it's, oh, the, right. it's the best place to squat can't squat in Jordan I'm fucking well, everyone yeah. in the house up, in, up north yeah, yeah I guess so but, like, not, not there but yeah no there's a lot of things and a lot of, uh, a lot so, of in your, so in this house you've regularly got homeless people homeless people people inject drugs with uh, needles drug well, the thing needles. Is, I, think, I suppose we should, we should draw a distinction because the idea of your housemate Horsey bringing homeless people back is, you know, it's a charitable act, and it got it on the surface. On the, well, on the surface, surface, it sounds well, nice, but the reality people is, people who want company. Yeah, the reality is, they might st- overstay their welcome and uh, and kick off. Yeah, and I mean, it's nice to have like a homeless person in your house for like maybe a night. Give them, a, give them a home, give them a yeah. bed. Here's a tenner. Here's a tenner. But I mean, Horsey's just naive. I mean, there was uh, a couple of times we've had a lot of alter- altercations. She glassed me once at an event. I won't, yeah. I won't say any events. And uh, so anyway, I, I we're in a pub. She's glassed me, and it's not the first time it's happened. I think it's the third. And I've never. She's a woman. Never lay. My mom told me never lay hands with a woman. Yeah, but it's the only time 
wanted to kick the fuck out of one of them. Yeah. I solidly kicked the fuck out of them. Didn't. I strained myself. Very difficult, but I did it. But I suppose if someone's glassed you on several occasions, then the temptation is going to be running high. Very, very hard. But, you know, fair play so, not, so but, she's yeah. gone to. But she's she's such an idiot. She's glassed me. I had a big afro at the time, and it's 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 smashed. It's cracked, but no no damage because the afro is just mad off. Fucking mad, yeah, mad soft. Basically, <coughs> best kind of suspension and buoyancy aid I could ever have got. And uh, she's cut her hand and had to go to hospital. So the so I'm like oh. I was loving it. So she went to hospital. She met she met another homeless person. She's just drawn to homeless people. Yeah. And uh, she met this homeless. I think she was from Croydon. This homeless bird that um, this we had moved out at this time. But my actual other friend was living with her. And uh, yeah, so she's met this homeless bird, and she's just come out of prison. And the homeless bird has said to her, "Look, I've got nowhere to stay. Do you mind if I stay at yours?" Horse is a lesbian. The other bird's a lesbian. So I think there was a bit of scissoring going on so she's gone back to the the, the, the homeless bird who's come out of prison has gone back to Horsey's new new house that isn't a trap oh, house so she's no longer living with you no she's living state. in a nice yeah. nice house two three bedroom flat with one or two other friends of mine I just heard the story off the cusp from my friend and uh, my friend was really angry because he's like how the fuck have you let a homeless person who's just come out of prison back to our house and she ended up staying there for like a week mm. And he, he he basically took all his valuables out and just fucked off because he was like, I've had enough of it, I've had enough of you, your shit behaviour, and you bring back homeless nitties. Turns out, the night she glassed me, the same night she met that person, four days later, the homeless bird robbed an ounce of weed off her, her credit cards, and all the money from her purse. So, I mean, in all honesty, calm as a bitch. Because yeah. the only reason she, that homeless bird was there with her is because she fucking glassed me and then cut herself and went to hospital and met her the same bird. So I'm just saying she's not very intelligent. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm all for, you know, charitable behaviour, but um, if you insist on it regardless of uh, circumstance, then that it, that kind of thing is going to happen to you. you know? Yeah, it is, and I think um, I think there's a line in between charitable and kind of just letting people do what they want and kind of can't let people take advantage of you, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That house kind of, he can never really handle drugs himself. Yeah. But he, uh, he did well, to be fair, in a house full of fucking drug addicts, drug dealers, nitties, homeless men. He did well, well. What made the house worse is the fact that he would come back, well, he'd, as, as he said, he's a football hooligan, so he, he'd be at football every weekend. He'd bring maybe, what, 30 lads back every weekend just to, yeah, just to shot to basically, would, uh, get, right. and then get on it, which would lead to, well, which would be yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, shenanigans. yeah, we'd have uh, problems well, with Horsey and uh, the kid who we'll call Pikey. Because um, <laughs> obviously, I mean, it was already a fucking social house as it is, let alone 30 really nice football hooligans, I might say. Yeah. The nicer side of ones. Um, so, yeah, so you're in a situation where you're living with this football so, enthusiast yeah, and, and he'd bring, fellas, he'd bring yeah. plenty of fellas back at night once a week. Yeah. yeah, she kind of fancied him, so she'd let him get it. She'd let it go kind of she'd let it go and I'd get more of the blame because she fucking right. hated me yeah. um, for whatever reason maybe she's a racist maybe maybe what she- are the killer what are the killer anecdotes from that kind of uh, including uh, Pikey and, uh, and Horsey are they um, any killers so quote unquote I had a friend that walked in on them having sex that was me and uh, Stuart Stuart oh, pipes up I spoke to Pikey I spoke to Pikey and I was like how could you do that she's she's grim and uh, he basically said to me, he threw up in his mate's bin. 
while they while she was on top his of him. His mate's sister's bed. Yeah, his mate's sister's, sister's bed. He was in, in his mate's sister's rock. bed. In, in the in the bin, and they while she was on top of him, and they carried on like nothing, nothing changed. Fair play. They were like uh, a five-year-old's bedroom. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about she was about yeah. five or six. What other anecdotes do I have of them two? Uh, oh, I walked in on a uh, horsey blowing coke up one of my mate's arse once. On oh, Halloween, yeah. I was, was, he, was he on all fours kind of thing? He was on all fours. I was fucked on K. I thought they had like a weird sexual relationship. And I've walked in and I'm, I'm just fucked on K. And I was like, oh, sorry guys, you're doing something sexual with this. Yeah. Just, like, ignore me. Ignore me, I'm going to go and have a wank in the corner. <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, we'll call him uh, L. We'll call him L. And he's like, no, no, it's not sexual. Come in, mate. She's just blowing coke up my ass. She had a straw there. Like, she was on her knees. He was on all fours with the straw just connecting between her lips and his ass cheeks. Just like, pew, pew. Uh, it was like them African blow, blow fucking blow pipes. <laughs> blow, blow darts. Blow darts, yeah, that's it. It was full of fucking yayo. Uh, that was a great scene. I mean, I will never, that will never leave me. Uh, we, we had a bit of psychological banter. One, like we basically after when the house was that we were leaving and we had our move out date we were going to have one final blowout and uh, Halsey had glassed me a couple times we had she pissed off my mates she fucking she just been a general cunt I really wanted to get her back so basically I planned an over elaborate plot to kind of just psychologically fuck with her so she said we can't have the house party me and uh, Pikey were like no it's going on but she knows what I'm like. She's like, what are you plotting? You've got something plotted for me. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking crazy. Gonna have man them turning up to the house. And fucking, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. Like, she's going mental. I'm on the phone to some man them, like, outside her room, be like, oh, look, you just gotta have to fuck her up. Like, she's a fucking cunt. And she's shitting herself. I wasn't even on the phone to anyone. I'm just fucking around. Like, literally having fun. She, so I basically, my, my kind of plan was to just do nothing, but pretend I'm doing a lot. Yeah. And she'll just freak herself out. To basically show I mean, it's a, it's a good plan, but it is an evil plan also. It's, oh, it, it was probably one of the most evilest things I've ever done, other than considering <laughs> done the Carry on. So I've told her that I'm just gonna, I've just got fucking, she knows what I'm like, I'm a dark cunt. She's like, I've got the fucking hell plan for her. She, because of that, she wasn't mentally strong in the first place. At one point, she's breaking down to my pal, threatening to jump out of the top balcony window because I pushed well, so her so got, far. So she's got your pal on the phone. No, so no, my pal's there. Oh, and he's in, he's in the room, and I've come in. And she's screaming at me, and she's tried to jump out the window because I pushed her too far, and I was like, "Hold it, Frank." So and then, you have just to get things crystal clear again. You have uh, wound this girl up to the point where she's threatening to jump out the window. Yeah, all over, not really doing much. Not doing saying a lot, but not planning to do anything. Well, well, the whole point of it was trying to highlight how mentally fra- fragile she was yeah, by well, the fact paint, she paint a of you, so easily it paints a picture of you both because of the fact obviously how mentally fragile she is to go to those lengths after a wind up but also how willing you are to wind her up to that extent you know it's, it's a tailor to fair play and I thought there's a lesson learned there Jack yeah. uh, Frank you have done smacking that you know <laughs> Are you, are you, are you da- yeah, yeah, no. Are you uh, yeah, 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 I've, tried, I've tried smack. I had a friend who was. Oh, your dad's all Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who was a smackhead, and um, he's not anymore. Shout out to uh, you know, he fucking he got over it. He beat the dragon. He beat he beat the dragon. But like during it, must have been about 17, 18 Always, always around him. I was always at his house chilling, and I some days I get fucked up. One day I've gone out with my boys. He obviously he did smack him. He didn't come out with us. Uh, which is not really needed said but I've seen Trainsport and you don't really leave the spot that you're, yeah. you're doing the smack 
we've gone out to a, a night out. I think it was a breakbot night in XOYO. I've got fucking absolutely titted up on Mandy. MDMA for you people that don't know what that is. Gone back to his house and I'm fucking rushing off my teeth. Fucking my mouth's all fucking hurting. My eyes big. And I'm like, oi, let me hit that. So he's given me, uh, what they called it, to chase the dragon. But with, it could smoke crack as well. So he's done a crack. Yeah. And smack kind of got the tinfoil out. What's it called? Screwball? Screw screwball, that's it. Is that's it, it. Yes. Yes. No, screwball? Got the tinfoil out. Noshed it all up and I've just tried to smoke it as fast as possible, being you know, like a level one yeah. smack screwball. And uh, basically, next thing I know, I don't remember what happened. I woke up the next day to my pal, all my pals standing over me, and they were like, You turned blue and your eyes were open, like you, you nearly died. Uh, it was, that was, but it was fun. So, so you was so before you turned blue, had you just banged a load of crack and, and smack? smack yeah, yeah, whilst on MDMA. Yeah. So like, I mean, I was only eighteen at the time as well, so not not the smartest thing. Probably so, yeah. the best though, because your heart's quite young at that point. Your heart can take it. I reckon if I tried that now, yeah, that's that's fatal heart attack. So I've done that. Woken up. Did you bang. feel good though? I woke up feeling banging. Yeah. For like ten out. That don't do crack and smack, kids. But like, I did. 10 out of 10 like so anyway I had after that I had like a 6 month little once a month we used to have smack once a month Sundays it's like a Sunday yeah. roast so you have a Sunday roast and then you get bang on the brow then you watch the wire and I think it's gonna be a fucked up club wrong to tell the tales of so much stuff it's not the kind of club they have at home oh no 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 it's a crime club Shout out Frank, shout out Michael, shout out Stuart and a big pair of V's for victory flicked up at the twat who tipped over that table at the beginning. Compromising the integrity of crime clubs already dubious sound quality. Arsehole. I told him to be quiet as well. Also, with regards to the beginning, after a few minutes, there's a bit about a sex offender that's quickly brushed over. I brushed over it because I'm aiming to make this crime club's first big scoop. Basically, the guy in question has been worming his way up the political advisor ladder, and I'm looking to take his nonsy self down a rung or two, because he remains at large and unpunished. Watch this space. There's episodes next week, but I haven't yet decided which order to put them in. Still got Chronicles of Tarquin Volume 3 to come, but I might save that for a finale. You'll just have to wait and see, you sexy wrong and Buy a crime club tank top at podcastmerch.co.uk. Or a t-shirt, or a bag, or a jumper, I don't care. I'd rather a tank top, though. Just a little something to wear around the house while you pick your ass watching Teen Mom. I don't know. Go on, I'm skint. A club full of crime A club full of song Where wrongings do things that are wrong Oh God, for shame I do not know this podcast name Its name is Christ
all of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Bagpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. Suppose Martin Hersey bashing her head like this. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love it when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car in. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.